Don't look under the internet. Wow, that's a fantastic way. That's the first thing I'm gonna hear. Are we recording? Yes. That's the first fucking thing I'm gonna hear when I edit this. We got you on record. I need a fucking shot. <laughs> oh my god. We got you. Oh, it hurts to laugh like that. God damn it. The Biden boys are knocking on your door. Just record. Wow. Trump was right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Laugh, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, it hurts. So Hello. Bad. Welcome, everybody. I'm, yeah, welcome, everyone. I'm about oh. to take a shot because we are marathoning it once again tonight and it's because we love all of you this is a special episode of don't look under the internet this is nope this is just a regular episode that we're doing normal but it's called i'm giving you the drum roll i know cthulhu corner oh yeah i love to draw it out a little bit it's been a minute it has not been the right time. Okay. To continue this. Um, time is not real. Last time you guys heard anything about any of this, you heard the complete timeline according to the Cthulhu mythos. And had a lot to do with who? weird vampires on a fiery rock that was once Earth, if I... Yeah, the fire vampires with Cthulhu. Yeah. Cthulhu. Yeah. The, the band. Cthulhu. Yes. <laughs> yes, that whole, that whole thing. Yep. And the, boom and yeah, the Choo Choo Fire Vampire. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Migos. Where everything and... is, nothing is real, correct? It's all a dream, Mike. It's all a dream. Are we sure? What about... No, no, I'm gonna fucking nix this right here. Ryan, we love you so much, but I, I, can't, I can't do this again. <laughs> I just fucking can't. <laughs> Alright, go ahead, boys. I, in good old-fashioned tradition, don't know what we're talking about today. Yeah, no, we're... You know what? I'll take not having to do an outline uh, once. Or research we're, or we're just also, showing up. It's we're, tiring. I, I just want to nix this while we're at it. Uh, we're sorry if you became a Patreon, uh, but we recorded two main episodes in the same day. So uh, we didn't know yet. Oh, yeah. The next week. Well, okay. Since the fucking uh, the cult episode, if you became a Patreon in that last week, we did not announce you and we are late and we are sorry. But we love you. We're just getting ahead of the curve because for some reason, next week, Jason sucks. Yeah, I, I can't be here next week. So we're doing a marathon once again. Remember that time that we said never again and then we did it again and then we said never again? But now we're better at it. We are better. So it doesn't feel as shitty. Correct. But <laughs> we are leapfrogging off our Cthulhu Mythos timeline. Um, so, if you have not listened to that, please go back and listen to that. Um, it will help you help a lot. digest this whole episode, because yeah. now to, we're just going to start kind of picking and choosing uh, the best parts of the and Mythos. To quote Gandalf. Nope, wrong it, Mythos. Let's it, go. It's next cool. It. <laughs> God damn it. No, we're going to start at the beginning of this Mythos. 
Mm-hmm. And for those of you who have listened to that uh, that episode, you'll remember that it started with a writhing primordial chaos that began the whole universe, and it was given a name. Jesus Christ. No nope. Close. Hitler. Even, nope. cl- even closer. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> I, I, um... No, we are we are talking about uh, we are talking about Azathoth, and if you uh, if you remember from hearing Mike talk a bit about the cult of Azathoth, the the uh, end of the last episode, that's kind of a segue into what we are talking about. Basically, what he said is that the the people who follow this being are all lunatics. They are the most pure of nihilists, which means no regard for any kind of life. Life doesn't matter. And in their own words, life doesn't matter, so you should kill yourself. Yeah, they are the, like, actually some of the most, like, extreme, like, you've got your extreme cults, and you've, uh, man, these guys, it's, they, they don't exist for long for very good reason. Do you think that they run the Nihilist Arby's Twitter account? Oh, there's a connection I didn't think of until right now. I don't even know. I hope so. Because if if you can summon Azathoth by tweeting nihilist Arby's memes, nothing matters. This world is cruel. You should end it all. Eat Arby's. Yeah, that sounds about like what the cult of Azathoth might say. I'm gonna get some Arby's on the way home now. (laughs) Good old dose. Um. So, Mike, do you do you know who Azathoth is? Uh, yeah. What's what's the extent of your of your knowledge about Azathoth? I know he's called the blind idiot god. That's one of his, like, 12 names. Yes, that's yes. the one I like the most because he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we're all in his dream, and if he wakes up, we all die. Because the- What was that? <laughs> that was my throat just deciding to... <laughs> Agree with Mike, things, I guess. Apparently. <laughs> Um, and then I, I, I saw, I've been watching a couple videos and the video made mention that he's like the last survivor of like a war or something, Ooh. but I didn't really get too much into that. Yeah. I I don't think you ingested the correct information there. Okay. It's, it's mm, survivor. Which this season? is such a hard fucking, yes. <laughs> 34. Um, no, Survivor's a, a tough word to say here, because that would imply that something can die, you know? Sure. To sleep, a chance to dream. Okay. Okay, Shakespeare. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Um, no, we are, we are talking, so, it's actually, you know more than most. I did it. I'm above average in something. Azathoth is- Suck it, penis. <laughs> Ooh. What? <laughs> I got small wiener. <laughs> hey, look, that yeah, soundbite again. Um, no, so we are talking about Azathoth. So we are now going to kind of run down. We're basically going to go through the Cthulhu Mythos timeline and pick out some deities and tell you guys all about our favorites, which ones matter where, what they pertain to, what they do, where they came from, just everything that you need to know about the Cthulhu Mythos. And if I'm being honest, Azathoth is hands down my fucking favorite entity from the entire timeline. So That's I, horseshit. Kathuga and the fire vampires aside. So I have a real quick question okay. about Azathoth. Okay. Because this just kind of came to me. Okay. Would you, could you say that since Lovecraft created all of this, 
in his you know in his writings I mean, he's the the maker of this could you say that he himself is kind of an azathoth or maybe like a jesus christ to a god he'd be more of an avatar of azathoth yeah i can he's see more that of being like a, a he's like more of like a scribe yeah like he he didn't make it up he saw it ah uh, okay right okay. cool well mainly because azathoth revealed himself to lovecraft correct yeah cool okay yeah yeah um so you might be asking yourself what the fuck is Azathoth? Like, what does he look like? How old is he? What do you think he looks like? You know, every time I, th- I, I don't, from what I recall, none of these things, because it's cosmic horror, have like an actual description for that's, the most part. That's why we want to know but what you think I he looks like. But I always think of like a giant, like meaty, like a giant ball floating through space with a bunch of tentacles. And he's got like one giant eye. It's kind of like a big old octopus in the sky. I mean, honestly, they're... <sighs> Or like, a, or like a same tumor. description for pretty much everything. Yeah, or he's Lovecraft. like, it's like a giant tumor. But also, so there, there is not a tumor. There is no wrong answer to this Azathoth. question. There's no wrong answer here. Yeah, because Azathoth presents himself differently to every individual living being in the universe. Hmm. Okay, so no one can actually comprehend what he actually looks like. I really hope if he ever shows himself to me, I don't see giant space tumor because that sounds. <laughs> horrible <laughs> no for you azathoth for you is literally just a collection of space clop posts oh uh, that's worse <laughs> i would take the tumor back uh no so as a shut down space clop i know it's sad it's it a sad, sad fucking day um so azathoth let's get into like what he is where he came from and maybe a little bit about his like origin and creation story which that in itself is a troubling sentence but we'll get into that <laughs> Um, Take her away. Yeah. So Azathoth, he's also known as the Demon Sultan, the Nuclear Chaos, and Mike's favorite, the Blind Idiot God. Um, (laughs) He is literally the center of everything and is responsible for everything that has ever existed. What a narcissist. And and it's hard to be a narcissist when it's true, though. Yeah, that's fair. So he is pretty much God. He's shaped everything in his image. Well, no, he's like, he created God. Is well, like, no, I know, but in like how like Christians believe in an all powerful God, he he he's more. I would I would put him in the realm of he is he is. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, do you think God from like the Bible is Azathoth? Well, when he's you look re- at, when you look at what angels actually look like, possibly yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> angels fair. are fucking terrifying if you actually adhere to. The literal, the literal angel description. Yes, they're <laughs> they wings with eyes. At them. You being like, "Do not fear me." It's <laughs> literally <laughs> while weeping. having sixteen eyes and a <laughs> it's all terrible. Mouth. It's all terrible. Plus the leader, like those giant, the, the rings in the sky of circling flesh and eyes. Yep. Like, no, well, the the story of angels is is another Lovecraftian. I'm gonna, I was gonna say, I'm gonna have to read the Bible. This sounds metal as fuck, dog. Oh, it, <laughs> as long as you look at it with a fucking atheist view, it's holy shit. Hmm. Um, but no, so we have, uh, the blind idiot God, okay? He's the center of everything, responsible for everything that exists. The reason for that is because, so he remains sleeping, okay? And he's surrounded by other cosmic horrors who are charged with keeping him asleep. If he wakes up, reality will cease to exist because our reality is actually just the dream of Azathoth. So everything that you see around you. Like the table that you're touching, the microphone you're speaking into, the audience that is supposed to be listening. It's all fucking made up. It's all oh, literally a I projection. Knew, I knew all those views were too big to be true. Yeah, they're all fucking fake. They're all Azathoth's dream. 
Mm-hmm. It's fake news. And that's why these demon pipers are circling him, keeping him fucking asleep, because as soon as he wakes up... Demon pipers? Yeah, well, it's it's aberrations, other cosmic horrors. So there's um, other things alive outside of Azathoth. He's dreaming them. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay, I thought you meant it's, in his world, sorry. This is where it gets a little dicey, because, yeah. like, he's asleep, right? And in his dream... He has willed into existence these other cosmic horror beings that keep him asleep. Hmm. Is he, do you think if he's, he weren't dreaming, they wouldn't exist to keep him asleep? Do you think he's kind of aware that he's dreaming and it's in his sleep, and that's why he's he is the these epitome things? of fucking astral projection pro? Yeah, he he knows everything. Huh, cool. Yeah, he, like he his sleep is like lucid dreaming, which means he knows exactly what the fuck's happening while he's asleep, and he can control all of it. And that's part of the terrifying part. Hmm. I um, have to assume he's more powerful when he's asleep. You have to. Yeah, it's well, his world. That's actually, that's a good point of speculation, though. Because, right. like, his ultimate power comes from waking up. Just that split it, second. It, it, I, 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 would you call it a power, or would you just call it the end? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what to call it. Aren't we all Azathoths, then, when we dream and wake up? We are all literally part of it, yes. Yeah, so he's dreaming us, and we're going to sleep, and we're dreaming, but he's... He's dreaming, dreaming our dream for us, so we can dream it. Yep. Oh my god, Christopher Nolan was right. Inception's real. <laughs> Quick, yep. grab us a top. <laughs> Am I real? <laughs> um, but no, so... So he's, he's, he's forever asleep, at least as long as we can comprehend, because as soon as he isn't, we can't comprehend it anymore. Can you wrap your head around that? Yeah, yeah, like cool. Doug as said, long as you can, we can move forward. He, yeah. But like Doug said, when he wakes up, it's the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, so, dreams aside, he is the ruler of all outer gods. And the outer gods are a part of the Lovecraftian mythos that basically, they take into account the, the world shapers. Like, the, the beings that created everything everywhere and are influencing everything that happens at all times. Uh, just to name a few that I'm sure you've heard, I know you've heard, uh, you've got, so some of the other outer gods are Nyarlathotep, mm-hmm. you've got Yogg-Sothoth, and Mike's favorite, Shubnigaroth. He's a big boy. Yes. Go to the Blackwoods of a thousand young. Um, Isn't there, are, are there more? Oh, there's a fuckload more. Oh, wasn't those, those. Are the, those are the big ones. Wasn't there one that... And you'll, I guess you'll probably go into it, but its name was just like three letters. Or Yig. Something. Yig. Yig. That's it. Yeah. That's not it. That's not an outer god. Oh no. Is a a servant to. I have to fucking. Look I just it up remember again. from that He's game. He's the snake. Play. He's the snake god. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. He lives in the Antarctic poles of Earth, buried deep within, and rules the serp. Oh, you already know all about Lemuria. Never mm-hmm. mind. Ooh, Lemuria. <laughs> it, comes, it comes into it. Yes. Um. So knowing this. You see that Azathoth is the ruler of all these outer gods that basically give order or chaos or death or life to everything that we know. The first mention of him happens in 1919. It's a very simple note. It's from Hubert Pubert Lovecraft himself. (laughs) Oh, Hubert Pubert. (laughs) And all it says is Azathoth hyphen hideous name. And that's literally the whole inspiration for this entity. It do be a... Hideous name. Um, and that's that's literally the, that's that's his birth. 
And <laughs> from there, we get these stories about how he dreams all of reality, and we are part of that dream. And if he ever wakes up, we all die or just cease to exist, and we'll never remember anything that we've ever done. Is that terrifying? It's a bit terrifying. Uh, you know, it's just rip the Band-Aid off, get it done and over with. You well, know? it's not like you'd have any say in it, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could literally, in just a fraction of a second, just boop. Yep, just yep. bye-bye. You don't remember shit, you're no longer alive, and everything's dark. It's yeah. like before you were born. But speaking of this, uh, this, this little note from Hubert Pubert himself uh, Hubert, in 1919, um, Huey Azathoth does appear in... In several of Lovecraft-specific writings, mm-hmm. he, he does. He appears a lot more in other writings, but let's fucking let's let's keep to the the origins. Yeah, so we actually see him in actually like a fucking handful of fucking books, but yeah, uh, the first one we get is the so the one that he mentioned is literally just called Commonplace Book Number Forty Four. I Good think title. that was just like some writings that. Lovecraft kind of kept to himself because like uh like he mentioned there's like a note that he wrote himself in that book too. I feel like it was just a like a journal. Like yeah. Ideas. Like, He's like yeah. as a thought. Blank. Hideous. Pretty name. gross. It's pretty gross. <laughs> <guy."> name sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah, so basically we get these uh HP books uh The Dream Quest of Unknown Kadath, The Dreams in the Witch House. The Thing on the Doorstep, The Haunter of the Dark, and Lurker on the Threshold. Uh, now, we have two other books that are not from H.P. Lovecraft um, called The Azathoth Cycle and then The oh. Insects from the Shagai. Both of those, if you have not fucking read them, holy shit, read them. I need to get, like, so I have the complete fiction, but I need yeah. to get, like... You need another, the mythos authors. Yeah, like, yeah. some and that's, com- compilation of all the other people i'm currently working on getting some of those to get the, like the canon fucking cthulhu mythos under my belt but fucking oh my god the black book and uh the insects from shagai like those are incredible pieces of amazing writing i i almost said fiction but like you don't you don't know <laughs> we don't, i don't know because azathoth is dreaming all of this what is he dreaming what is he dreaming what's he dreaming well, I mean, everything. Uh, Do the- Azathoth dream of fleshy sheep? He dream of genie? <laughs> he dream Azathoth of genie. dreams of genie. <laughs> Tune in next week for our sitcom episode. <laughs> ABC. Azathoth dreams of genie. Uh, no, Azathoth literally dreams of fucking everything. Um, the universe is his own mind's creation, and he's not even trying. Like, this is... When you go to sleep every night, right? And you dream, and you remember your dream. Do you try to dream that? Or it just happen? Oh, they just happen. That's the amount of effort he's putting into all of this. It's like just like nothing. Um, so the entire universe is his dreams domain. Some speculate that uh, this is how the multiverse has been created. Like multiverse theory. Could he like dream up some like free fucking healthcare for us or something like could he dream up getting no daylight savings because fuck no because he's chaotic evil at the very best (laughs) yeah (laughs) the very best um but no so the multiverse right like we've all heard of the multiverse theory where every time you make a decision like your universe gets split in two yeah yeah um everyone kind of like the consensus that I've seen is that this is indicative of Azathoth's sleep cycles, 
So every universe that gets created, it doesn't like it doesn't go away when he wakes up. It ceases to exist for a second, yes, but you, and you can't remain there. But it's it's still there, which means every decision that's ever been made is kind of like him waking up and going back to sleep. Wait, and waking up and going back to sleep. This has been happening for infinite time because again, Asathoth is infinite. Like he just is, like Doug said. There's no beginning. He just has always been there. Um. So, does that mean that everything that we are looking at? Touching, smelling, seeing. Is that all fake? Probs. Um, I think it goes by the definition of what you think real or Th- fake this, is. This could actually tie in very well to like what people consider us being like in a simulation. Yes. This this is simulation theory to a fucking T. Yeah. And this is the a way kinda, better explanation. They kinda <laughs> go over it in, they kinda go over it in the matrix when um, Yes. Um uh Mr. Agent when, Smith when they is, do the whole movie, The Matrix. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, when uh, Agent Smith is talking to the guy that betrays the humans, and the guy they're at the steakhouse, and the guy's like, I know the steak. Cypher. Yeah, he's like, I know the steak is just a bunch of ones and zeros. I know it's not real, but, it's so but when I eat it, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And this wine, delicious. So it depends on what's real or fake to you. So that actually, that's, that leads directly into my point about the whole real or fake thing. Um, so let's say let's say it is fake, okay? Who fucking cares? This is all fake in the same way that everything in a dream is fake. When you're dreaming, does it feel fake? Uh, only when it's a lucid dream. That's what, it, though. Yeah. That's, so lucid dreams aside, when you are dreaming, non-lucid dreams, okay, you are not in charge of your dream. Azathoth is in charge of your dream. Does that feel, like, does it feel fake? Or are you it just accepting, you're accepting that every concept that is thrown your way? Yeah, you you, you t- accept well, it. Also, wait, well, if he's controlling my dream, fuck you, as a thought. You're the reason I had the dream where I was in my underwear at school and all the teachers made fun of me and the kids said, no, hey, that stupid kid. Huh? I mean, yes, but he's also the reason that you would wear a fucking brace for some point in time. Or I had braces. Or Doug threw up last night. Like, yeah. <laughs> what an the, asshole. He's a dick. Like, and he, that's it's all his fault. That, that makes sense, though. Like, like you know, like. Fuck it, like, if it's fake, it's fake, like... And on top of that, you don't know if it's fake un- until you're not in it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to, you know, feel shitty and shit all the time. And right. Wow, I... We take mental health very seriously on this podcast, <laughs> no, so like, we, for we, real. We um, seriously do. But, like, this, as you guys know, Lovecraft touches on the brink of madness and trying to come back from it, and this is the culmination of full-blown madness, because... If you who if you pray to Azathoth, if you believe that Azathoth is the reason that we are all alive, who that is a fucking limb that I am That's a load on your mind. I'm not ready to go out on yet. And <laughs> I can see why people who do go out on that limb go fucking batshit insane and just stop like they they can't associate with the real world anymore. They just can't. Um the but yeah, no. Quote unquote. Azathoth's dream. You don't know it's a dream while you're in it. Which is why we are so dead set on saying this is reality, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's basically the fucking the, the, the rub of it. Like Yeah. You can't there's no way to disprove it. D- I, I, there's zero fucking way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the terrifying part. Um the, the, oh. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but 
We've been talking about Azathoth and how he's all-powerful and control everything everywhere. But you know what else he is? He's a daddy. He's a daddy. He's a daddy. He's a horny daddy. Horny daddy. That's funny. Horny daddy. Well, he did create bondage, if this is all accurate, so... <coughs> that's that's absolutely fair. The creator of BDSM everywhere. <laughs> Break out your... Your Azathoth dildo. <clears throat> um, anyways, I'm pretty sure that are your Azathong. Oh my god! <laughs> Azathong. <laughs> so speaking of horny daddies, um, let's go over some of his offspring, which we did mention a couple earlier. But uh... <clears throat> weeaboo Azathoth. I'm getting fucking hot and bothered over here. <laughs> Love me a good fucking Azathoth daddy. Um, okay, so anyways, moving on, moving very quickly. Um, so his offspring. You've got Nyarlathotep. That's his son. Straight up his boy. Yep. He's also boy. my boy. And he's the closest. So, Yeah, so without going too far deep into the uh, history of uh, him, he is basically like uh, Azathoth's eyes on our world. He yeah. basically just kind of... He's like the messenger to yeah. the Outer Gods. He, he, He's yeah. the herald. He moves around, kind of does his bidding, but also keeps checking all the other dummies He's, that uh, are trying... So, like, a lot of this takes place on Earth. A lot of this, you know, fighting for power takes place on Earth. I, I'm... There's it's a for, lot that because, goes into that. It's because of the fucking Yakubian cubes. He's too as Yacubian. a uh Silver Surfer is to Galactus. Mm. Sure. That's not a bad fucking... Yeah, actually. ...analogy. Cool. Good job, Mike. Uh, Look at you. Learning. <laughs> You're doing good. You're doing good. As long as you understand and can reference things, that's fucking great. Um, so yeah, we have Nyarlathotep, the son, but then we have some other offspring, is what I'll call it, because these are very... It's like bastards. They're, they're, they're not even like... like we say he's a son because we, we, we know his, like, gender, right? Yeah. But these ones are just offspring because they are just essences. Writhing masses of all genders. So the, the next one is the darkness. Yep. In Pretty much me, sounds all like... All that I see. Absolute horror. I cannot live. <laughs> yeah. I cannot die. Yeah. The, also it, known as Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but the darkness is what it sounds like. It's the darkness. It's what... It's is... Nyx in, like, Chthonian fucking god terms. Yeah, it's it's everything that isn't, pretty much. Yeah. Like, it, it's very... That one's a hard one, and I don't know how we'll do an episode on that, but if we, we do... We won't. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to butcher this name. Please do. Zaxakuluth. That's... Wow. I don't know if that's correct, because I'm pretty sure the C is silent. No, it, yeah, you fucking nailed it. That's exactly, so, yes. <coughs> I know nothing about this one. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've read almost nothing on this. I, I don't know what this one is. I didn't want to go into too much detail on any of these people, so, like, I didn't do any research on this guy. Uh, but, uh... It's not exactly pertinent. He's got a story, for sure, but it's it's not pertinent to to most things if i'm being honest yeah and I'm, I'm sure he'll be mentioned more somewhere else along the line because uh we have one more one more like direct offspring uh which is the nameless mist mm -hmm. um which 
<laughs> you guys might remember the TV show and the movie The Mist. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is a direct fucking reference. The to TV this. show sucked. Yeah, it's terrible. Don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, the it's... movie is good. The ending is depressing, but fantastic. So yeah. this is kind of what that's based off. Of? So think of like yeah. the fog and shit like that. Like it's just all kind of. Well, it's so okay. The story was made by Stephen King, mm-hmm. but Stephen King absolutely based all of this off of Azathoth's fucking that offspring. Explains the monsters and the most and horror this. can be traced back to fucking Azathoth. If I'm being honest, true, most of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you'll you yeah you can't really like deny it, but especially since you know this he's dreaming all of this came out. So long ago, but so regardless, hundred. Oh my god, over a hundred years ago. I know it's fucking crazy. Jesus, uh, if only he knew. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, if he was alive today and found the rule thirty-four on Azathoth, he'd be so proud. <laughs> no, it's it's called I have Fifth to World. Search it's called something up real quick. It's called Fifth World Gone Wild, and if you haven't been there, you should fucking go there. Hell yeah, because it's 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 horny and fantastic. <laughs> Um, so I'm listening. Oh, oh God, he's googling. Um, so yeah, and then we go into his grandson, which is Yog Sothoth. Mm. Classic Yog Sothoth. So, I one of my favorites. I want to talk about a bunch of these, but I really don't want to say anything because I know to, we're going to do an episode on you Yog-Sothoth. and I can do a half hour tangent right now about Yog Sothoth. Yeah, and we can't. So. We won't. Just give a little, a, a little teensy little bit of juicy nugget <sighs> information. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I feel like you have something you want to, like, just spit out. So, Yogg-Sothoth <laughs> is essentially, he is the watcher when it comes to the universe. He's, so, we we said that uh, Nyarlathotep is, like, kind of Azathoth's eyes and ears. Realistically, it's more his ears and mouth. Yogg-Sothoth is absolutely the eyes, because he's got fucking millions of them, and he can see everything that happens in every section of the universe all at once, comprehend it, and manipulate it at will. And on top of that, he harbors... I need to stop. Yep, I'm going to yep, go into I was, it. I'm, I was like, I want you to keep going, but <sighs> Mike, show us what, you, what you're laughing about. Okay, what's that? <laughs> what is... Is that a... It looks like a foot. What am I looking at? What I don't you know. Search? You show me. This is Fifth World Gone Wild. Oh, yeah. Keep... This is the one that actually caught my attention. That wasn't it. Hang on. Let me find <laughs> no, Fifth World, Fifth World Gone Wild is fantastic. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. I don't know what any of this shit is. I'm going to have nightmares. You should visit the, the actual is, Reddit. I'm still thinking about fucked. Yeah. Uh, that makes it's sense. It's supposed to be hyper-sexualized imagery. That only can be comprehended by people that exist in the fifth dimension. It's essentially what that is. There's a pineapple pizza on here. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Yog Sothoth. All right, so we're done on. with him because yep. I can't talk about him anymore. So now we have the granddaughter, uh, Shubnigaroth, the the black goat. Um, she's pertinent because my God. So basically, what she is is she she is what spawns. A lot of the actual, like, cosmic horrors that we know and love. If you guys have seen the movie Aliens, she's equivalent to the alien queen. Yeah, basically. Like, she's literally the god of fertility. She just shits out cosmic horrors 
left and right and make sure that we are all terrified. Which, if you've ever played the game Cthulhu Wars, mm. you would know that she just, literally all she does is just has, like, all of her fucking, like, monsters on the board at the whole, like, all the if time. If she was it's a magic great. deck, she would be a white and green token deck. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, you're not. Alright, moving on, moving on. So then we have Nug and Yeb, which are actually the children of uh, uh, the Black Goat. Yep. And then, uh, I, I hate this so Go much. I love that you were doing this. I hate it. <laughs> and then we have Wilbur Waitley. Huh. <laughs> Did, uh... Please, who is that, Doug? Oh, Is Jesus. he an accountant that just stumbled across <laughs> the fifth yes. plane of This is Azathoth's being? accountant. He, uh, holds the, the money... Make sure it's all tight and good. And Azathoth has an account with H&R Block, and it's Wilbur. <laughs> no, this is... This one's one of the more, like... How did you get to these names? Just hold on. So, he's... So, literally, Wilbur Waitley is literally the fucking great-grandson of... Yeah, is fuck as Azathoth, right? How do you get right? from a name like yep. Azathoth to Wilbur in just the span of one generation? Because 1919 because in Massachusetts, <laughs> you have you have to understand. Wilbur Wheatley is the main antagonist of a short story, The Dunwich Horror, which fantastic shit, by so the way. good. Um, he is a half human, half outer. Also, God. spoilers. So many spoilers. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> but like it, it, it I. This was written a hundred years ago. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't read it by now, you're fucking stupid. Uh, hey. but, <laughs> oh, sorry, Mike. Um, you know I can't read. <laughs> that makes so much sense now it that I really, think about things. It really, really does. Um, but he's a half-human, half-outer god, motivated to release the Great Old Ones back onto Earth and rule over it. So he's evil? That's why he has this fucking dumb name. I'm sorry if your name is Wilbur and you're listening to the podcast, but, like, Wilbur Waitley, like... That sounds like like how Marvel has like Peter Parker, Bruce Banner, you know, it, w- yeah. Wilbur Weaverly. It follows the same, except this came out far before yeah. anything Marvel related was even invented. It reminds me of South Park, like like DC and like Marvel are like over here like Lovecraft did it. Lovecraft did it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Much. Uh so moving on from Wilbur, um, we have the the one and only, the one that everyone knows, Cthulhu, the great great grandson of fucking Azathoth. Now there's a name. I'm going to not speak on him at all because we don't have to. So is Wilbur and Cthulhu kind of like half brothers? Uh, uh, no, one. Day. He's a Wilbur's generation his... before Cthulhu. Oh, oh, gotcha. Wilbur is his dad <laughs> <laughs> or uncle, one of the two, <laughs> depending on how you fucking lineage it. Dunkel, yes. who knows? <laughs> um, and Cthulhu's then... Dunkel, Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it all. Oh man. And then okay, so Azathoth has one last great great grandson, and that's uh, Sathagua. Tom. I... Oh. I thought you were going to struggle there, and I'm happy you didn't. Sathagua? Sathagua. Sathagua. So they yep. just decide to... Sathagua! ...exnay the weird white names, huh? All right, Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the, like, direct lineage of Azathoth, and there's probably way, way more, oh, to be honest with you. Um, but these are, like, the main, I guess, H.P. Lovecraft in canon 
ones that most people know about. Um, These are the ones that we can form direct ties between. Yeah. Although we can't do that for most of the fucking cre- uh, creations in the Lovecraft Cthulhu mythos. You just can't. Because, again, the whole thing with Lovecraft is, oh, I don't know what it is, but I'm scared of it. Like, that's that's the whole thing. It's, Here's this it's, thing, it's, but it's unspeakably I unexplainable. I can't describe it to you. Uh, he's just pointing at this giant thing like, I'm trying to describe you. <laughs> I, I see can't. it, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, that's kind of the whole, like, yeah, that's the whole Lovecraft thing is unspeakable, unexplainable, undescribable horrors. But, Which some but, of us could say is just a cop out for him being really bad at descriptions. It, Which isn't true. At all, because if you've ever his read stories, his fucking work. I, I know you have that book now. Read his fucking stories. I don't have it yet. He's I know lying. that you are getting the book. <laughs> you don't know that. that Didn't thing. you just say that you fucking got it's the... It's on my wish list. Oh, yeah. oh it's on your, it's, right, right, it's on your secret Santa wish yeah. list. When you get it, read it, and reevaluate your I'll position. do my best, because not only is it hard for me to read, but now I'm trying to oh, read a book fuck. from 100 years ago. He, he's wordy. Like, his descriptions are long, but that just kind of adds to the intensity and terror. We'll Especially the uh, the very first story you're going to read called The Cave. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's such a good story. Such <laughs> a good story. Um, <clears throat> is there any other, any other family members we should know about right now? No. He's got I an think, uncle named Bill. Right now... Uh, we're just going off on a tangent about each of these people when we should be following <laughs> Azathoth, as do, you know, the cult members. Mm. I'm Azathoth, this is my brother Jeff, and uh, my dad Wilbur. <laughs> yeah. God, this it's so hard to, to... Saying it like this is so hard to take seriously. It's very but, hard. But reading the stories, like, it... The reason I love Lovecraft so fucking much is because it has constantly instilled terror in my heart, and I love that feeling so much. But, speaking of followers, lineage, people who might look up to Azathoth for guidance... Oh, cult. Let's talk about the cult of Azathoth. So, Mike gave a bit of an intro on our last episode. Just a smidgel. I'd say he scratched the surface, but there isn't much more than the surface for the Cult of Azathoth for a couple of reasons. Um, The biggest one being, the Cult of Azathoth holds fast to a certain tenet of humanity that basically says, disregard your life and everyone's around you. It doesn't fucking matter. It's it's true and pure nihilism. Um, Most who want Azathoth's favor, however, they won't actually worship Azathoth, which sounds strange, I know. Instead, they worship Nyarlathotep, which, hmm. that tracks, considering, you know, he's his, his, uh, his ears and his mouth. Like, the word of Azathoth is oh. being spoken through Nyarlathotep. So they go to Nyarlathotep because it's practically speaking well, that, to and Azathoth? It's, it's recognizable. So Nyarlathotep is, is, he's known as the Black Pharaoh, and I'm only saying this because you need some context towards it. He used to reside in Egypt, and he was the reason that Egypt survived for so long. So, when you think of an avatar of Azathoth being someone relatable, you directly look to Nyarlathotep, and that's why a lot of these followers tend to follow Nyarlathotep and not exactly Azathoth. Hmm. But, you do get some people who worship Azathoth directly, 
and uh, they they don't they don't make it too far. Chaotic, <laughs> like best. At, at all. Um, again, his name is his fucking one of his his names is the Nuclear Chaos, and oh, so. The cult of Azathoth, the people who worship Azathoth directly, are, okay, by nature, batshit fucking insane. They have lost all semblance of humanity, and they, they cannot tie themselves to any one group of people that exist on Earth. They have already given their minds to Azathoth, usually through Nyarlathotep. That's kind of like the, the purveyor of Azathoth. Um, now, when that happens, something called... The Awakening of Azathoth is put into existence wherever these beliefs are held. And this might sound like a concept, but I promise you it's not. It's a very real, very contagious disease. Hmm. It infects your mind, and if you are infected by that, you are contagious to those around you. Almost kind of like how COVID is contagious, or the flu, or fucking anything. If you're around this thinking for too long, your mind will succumb, and then so you are contagious. So it's like it the Wendigo. E-Demon. The what? E-Demon. Oh, yes. It's just like E-Demon, except it's like, not through a webcam. It's, yeah. like, uh, it's like the Wendigo, how when we covered the Wendigo. Yeah, no, it's... It, it, you, stay, you, you hang out with the Wendigo for too long, you become one. And yep. the reason I, know so, I knew so much about Wendigos is because Wendigos are inherently Lovecraftian. He uses Wendigos in his stories a lot. And actually, two of the stories that I can think of use Wendigos as, like, a starting point to hmm. plant the seed of Azathoth, huh. which is fucking fantastic. Um, so, you know, it's... it's it, so, again, it's called The Awareness of Azathoth. Um, if this is left unchecked and rampant awareness of Azathoth is spread throughout cultures or people or cities, like, wherever it is, Eventually, just the concept of him being in the minds of men will summon an avatar of Azathoth to whatever dense location these people exist, and almost instantaneously wipe out all life in that area. Oh, good. Hashtag Azathoth did Atlantis. So when you think back to some of the peoples that live in southern America... South America, if you will, like the Incas, the Mayans, disappeared without a trace after worshipping an unknown god that predicted the end of the world in 2012, etc. You can kind of draw some lines of correlation. I wonder if you could draw lines like, if it's not like a physical, like everyone disappears. No, it's but not like, that. Uh, well, I'm not like... With yeah, like, I, uh, I just had a crazy thought thought because of what you're saying right like now. With like cults, for example, let's say Jim Jones, a bunch of people got together in one area and they all I'm died. So happy you said that because the awareness of Azathoth, it's it, think of it like a disease, right? It progresses through symptoms and they get worse and worse and worse. the The last symptoms you experience are either genocide or suicide. What were you thinking? Well, so you were saying, you know, the Incas in you know 202012 and like. So what if, like, for some reason, for a brief moment in 2012, he woke up, but was put back to sleep quickly enough that it just, like, 
It was like a blip. Blip in our reality, and that's why we're having all these weird, like, glitches in the Matrix, and, like, we should weird, look in, like... We should know, look into, like, genocide, like... Mandela effects and stuff like that. Just, like, all these crazy things that are happening that, like, people can't account for anymore, but, like... It's just like guys, a- join us very soon when we <laughs> lose our fucking minds. Um, but no, that, that that makes total fucking sense. Like the genocides that we see on Earth and all the things we read about in our history books could very well have been propagated by Azathoth using Near Lethotep as a fucking avatar, as the one to spread his awareness, and that explains the fucking massacre in Egypt. Because, you know, Nier Lethup, the Black Pharaoh, the one that presented himself to the Egyptians. Fuck. Hitler was rumored to be working with an agent of chaos. And I say that because that's (laughs) in in fucking, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That agent of chaos could have been somebody infected by the awareness of Azathoth. Holy pissed. Okay, we're going to get way off topic if we keep... Yeah, no, we're just going to speculate wildly. So, this is so. Let's move ourselves. Let's move ourselves from non-reality. Let's go. (laughs) Let's look at some history. Okay, so (laughs) this is a little more like behind the scenes. This is like where we get, you know, what we think might have influenced the actual writing of Azathoth and just how H.P. Lovecraft actually came up with the idea and all this good stuff. So, um, as you know. The first mention was what Jason had mentioned, uh, where it just says Azathoth. Hideous name. Hideous name. Um, but we also have, like, a bunch, of, a bunch of, like, people who actually, like, study the mythos, like, professionally. That dream job. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Fucking dream job. Um, so we have mythos editor Robert M. Price, and he argues that Lovecraft could have combined biblical names Anathoth and Azazel into one. Uh Azazel was uh, a scapegoat that was sacrificed and mentioned by Lovecraft in the Dunwich Horror, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Price also points out that the alchemical term Azoth, uh, which was used in the title of a book by Arthur Edward Waite, um, the model of the wizard Ephraim Waite in Lovecraft's The Thing on the Doorstep. Yep. So, like, mm. we have all these weird kind of, you know, connections. things. Yeah. Connections. Uh, other possible inspirations include the name Thoth, the ancient Egyptian god of wisdom. That's pretty, pretty noticeable as is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Lovecraft made another note to himself in 1919 uh, that refers to the idea of a story, uh, a terrible pilgrimage to seek the knighted throne of the far demon Sultan Azathoth. Um, and this is in one of his commonplace books, number 61. Yep. Um, Lovecraft ties this Azathoth uh, plot germ to Vathek. Uh, a novel by William Beckford about a supernatural uh, caliph, um, and that's in his book, Selected Letters. Um, but his attempts to work this idea into a novel kind of floundered, leaving just a big jumble of bullshit. And then uh, another Lovecraftian scholar, which... How do you get that job? I don't know, foremost? but what's his name? Uh, Will Murray. No, no, try again. Replace that W with a B. Oh, it's Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Billiam Bill- Murray uh, suggests that Lovecraft recycled that idea into what the book we know as the dream quest of unknown Kadath is. Um, and then we have a couple mentions of in some letters uh, that of being entranced by the bagpipe bagpipe sounds of a Syrian neighbor. Um, I don't really know what that has that to might, do with that. That might so the. 
the unknown writhing horrors playing the music to keep him asleep uh-huh. have been described as bagpipe sounding. Oh, that's awful. I'm sorry, bro. How is how that? Did, how do you sleep? sleep? Yeah. How do you sleep? I so I, went I to can't a, sleep without my bagpipe. I went to a school with a Scottish heritage. Is it be Scottish? I don't know what it was. I just it was, just came out of my mouth. <laughs> no, so I went to a I went to college at a, a Scottish school, and so our fucking song was played over the bagpipes. And every Scots day, the fucking bagpipe team would walk through every dorm <laughs> and play as loud as humanly possible, which happened to be on a Sunday every fucking time. So we were all hung over as piss, and it was terrible. And there's no way anybody who is of right mind can sleep through that shit. At all. But That sounds a- like a dumb, dumb thing to have, uh, have happen to you. Yeah, but I was drunk for most of it, so it's fine. That's, that's fair. It's college. Come on, Mike. That's the point. <clears throat> Are your ears sweaty? Yeah. <laughs> they hurt. And oh, guys, we ears. just got new headphones for Mike, and we thought it'd be great because they sound fantastic, but Mike's ears are too, like... Small. Well, I was going to say, like... Weird. They gr- pop out of goblin. his head too yeah. far. <laughs> and they touch the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> Is that kind of the end of uh, Azathoth? I mean, as far as, for like... the most part. Yeah, I mean, there's... I don't know, what more it's, can you say? It's He's... Lovecraft, so it's 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 the fear of the unknown, the things you can't describe. Like it's hard to put a hard description to all of this, but You really just need to read the books. Yes. Um, Start with the story called Azathoth by HP Lovecraft. Hmm. There there's a there's not a lot of so like it, when you think about like these characters in the stories, don't expect them to be like major characters in these books. Nope. They're not like they don't have speaking lines. No. They're just there. They're in the background, kind of giving you a looming sense of dread. Hmm. So it's usually a different character, i.e. some random white male yeah, having um, some horrific thing happen to him, and you just follow along with that shit. Yeah. It's cool. Vintage. I think the Call of Cthulhu sessions that we've played mm-hmm. thus far, just that is what happens in all of his stories. It's a bleak, there's no good ending. No happy endings whatsoever, and it all ends. There's in no madness. happy. No, there's don't, no. Happy. Don't expect happy. <laughs> Lovecraft not... and happy don't do not coexist. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yes, it's all very bleak. Well, gee dang, boys. Do you feel more informed? I do. I How... do feel more informed. Actually, something that when you were talking about the cult, it kind of reminded me of like uh, the Black Plague. It's a very dangerous disease, but because it burns through its host too quickly, it can't Oh, spread. the Awakening? Yeah. Yeah, the Awakening of Azathoth. Yeah, so I, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but if you are infected with the Awakening of Azathoth, the end result is is suicide. Like, you just, you're done. It's nihilism. It's pure, pure fucking nihilism. Yeah. You say your piece, and then you fucking off yourself. And that's just kind of how it goes. And that's why there's no actual cult members surviving today. We what is know- it, the three Fs? What? Fuck, fack, and flick? Front yard, face up. Oh, yeah, yeah, Front yard, face up, feet together. Yes, yes, there it is. <laughs> from, uh, uh, Gemini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gemini Home Entertainment. No, it's from fucking... Local? Oh, that's Local 50. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's local. I get those two confused. I know, they're very similar, but... We, we, we did them back to back. I don't know. Well, thank you for tuning in, everybody. I hope you learned as much as I did. And you know what? Maybe As Thoughts has a nice set of dentures on them that... You can you brush. Honestly, can we all just take a minute, just a moment of silence, just to thank Azathoth, because I'm sure he's tired of hearing from us. Pour one out for our sleeping homie. Yep. Just ready? Now. 
All right, that's enough. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's, that's good. That's, that's yeah. Thank you, Azzy. <laughs> As a thong. Fuffy. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, you want to you want to plug where you uh, where the people can find us? Uh, yeah. We're linktree.com/slash/diludipod is the easiest way to find all of our stuff, all of our socials: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I almost said MySpace. Um, we might I wish. Be yeah, we're diludipod on all of them. Um, you can easily just Google Don't Look Under the Internet or Diludipod and you'll find us too. Patreon.com slash Diludipod. By the time this is out, our $10 tier will be up as well. Where you get all the content that we have. Um, also, we have two $7 tiers. One that's SCP Corner and the other um, is Cryptids. Um, and those are $7 each. Or We also have our $5 tier, which gets you a bonus episode every month, plus a shout out, plus a sticker. And then we have our $2 tier, which gives you a shout out. Um, but for $10, you get everything under the sun. So that's always good. Uh, you can go to buy me a coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash pod. But let's be real. The coffee will instead be swapped out for booze. So thank you for the buy me a booze. Um, there was that, um, <laughs> on our link tree, you also find the link to our shifting sands, uh, which is a world building yes. Uh, role-playing game that we're going through. We're about we're by that time this comes out, episode two will have been recorded. Two um, and three, hopefully. Yeah. Um. Uh, maybe four. Yeah. Who, who knows? knows? If we have enough fun. Yes. Yeah. Um. So look out for that. If you go to our link tree, um, you can see the link for Shifting Sands Spotify. The Shifting Sands is its own thing on Spotify. So if you look up, if you it want to find it, it's presented by Deludi. It's yeah, it's by us, but you have to search Shifting Sands. It's a different podcast. Yes. Yeah, so. Don't look up. Don't look under the internet. We're trying to branch out, people. Yes, but you can find it under on our YouTube. You can find it under our um our youtube page as well shifting sands is there i just listened to it again um i think that is everything leave us an apple review a five-star review would be great yes. or if you just leave us any review even if it's a shitty one i'll read it on the podcast I'll mike, fuck. mike do can't. we still get those no but i would want some more mike so mike can't come without those so please guys go to apple Podcasts if you have an iphone if not have your girlfriend do it for you or your friends, or whatever. Just or your boyfriend. Leave us some reviews. Like, we, we love doing this shit. We want to hear some honest feedback from everybody. It could be bad, could be good, and like Mike has said over and over again, if there's a one-star review, we will fucking read it on the show. And we will speaking also of read it for... reading it on the show, Ooh. Um, our Google voice phone number, leave us a voicemail, we'll play it on the show. We Also, text us if you want. We'll answer you. It is 630-909-9366. Once again, 630-909-9366. One more time for the rules of three. That is 630-909-9366. love that these guys don't interrupt me for that. That's awesome. Um, leave us a voicemail. We're going to play it just like we just did earlier, I think. Whenever you play those voicemails, Jason, so... <laughs> yeah, no, I think this time it's going to have to be at the end. Okay, so listen to the end of this episode for the voicemail. Uh, did we even introduce ourselves in the beginning of this one? We did, but barely. Uh, they going, know they're about. Going forward, voicemails will be at the beginning. We are trying to structure our show a bit more because we have a lot going on. You guys are to thank for that because... We have an incredibly engaging audience, and we, we fucking love it. We have so many people that interact with us, that talk to us, and we respond regularly because we we genuinely love what we're talking about, and we want you guys to love it too. So please, fucking message us. We will talk to you as long as we are not preoccupied, or in my case, in fucking surgery. 
My butt vibrated a lot today, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Yep. A fuckload. Yeah, I don't, I, I really don't get how how our little niche topic turned into this. So we, we, we appreciate everything you guys are doing for us. We wouldn't be here without you. Keep it coming, you fucking idiots. The only reason we're here is because of you guys and by proxy. As a thoth. As a thoth. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Do you have anything you you want to tell the people, Jason? The beautiful people? Badoo. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, In my normal fashion, fucking stay paranoid of all the things you can think of, but mostly the things that you can't. Because if you haven't seen them, that means they are out to get you. Doogles, do you have something to say? How do I follow that up? That's Um, ominous as shit. (laughs) I don't know. If you guys, like, want me to start an OnlyFans, like, let me know. I'm getting a lot of butthole requests, so it's kind of weird. You have a backlog of your own butthole pictures. I... (laughs) He keeps keeps sharing them with us and asking, like, is this one okay? Like, can I share this? And And they don't let me, so I need to know, do you guys need... The brown eye. <laughs> oh, um, merch. Merch is in our link tree as well, and in the description of all of our socials. Love that for you, Mike. Love that. I have an... Ooh, actually, I just designed a new shirt that I think we should put up. Damn, it's fantastic. It's we'll talk it's, about it later. Well, I can talk about it now. No! Fuck you, Mike. It's literally... It's it's a picture of a Segway. Mike's like, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of a Segway, and uh, it just has the word bird scooter above it. I don't know, it's simple, it's fun, and it's stupid, so if you guys want that, comment on, I don't know, message Mike, not me. Call Jason's personal cell phone number, it is 630. (laughs) (laughs) 911. Yeah. Yeah, goodbye everyone, I love you a lot. Thank Mm, you for listening. Kisses from the Lord. Did you guys know that if you put enough eggs, like, in your butthole, that you will turn into... Is this the Happy Valley Dream Survey? Yeah, my name's Rich Sock, and um, I have this recurring dream where my penis turns into a garden gnome, and I look down at it, and it just starts screaming at me. Ah! All the time. And I have this dream, like, probably, like, once a week. And I'm starting to wonder if maybe it had something to do with this guy who made me and I have this deep fear that he's gonna find out that I still exist, and then he's gonna reprogram me in some horrific way to get back at me for tormenting him. I don't know. Um, oh, 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 fuck. Oh, this is the wrong number. I'm sorry, I called the podcast back again, shit. Um, yeah, just don't worry about all that stuff, guys. Uh, oh, by the way, while I'm here, I do have some opinions about that episode with the Lake City Quiet Pill, you know, I used to be a system administrator in a past life, and I have a little bit of, you know, I mean, I wasn't very good at it, but I do have a little bit of web development experience, and some things about that just don't add up to me. If you were going to take your website down because people were finding your messages in the HTML code, and then why would you bring it back up with the messages encrypted but not fixed? a bug in the website where people can see your messages. So that doesn't add up to me. And then the other part that I just question a little bit is um, if how do I say this? Um, well, for one thing, 
the mercenary guys are good at being mercenaries, right? But they can't run a website, basically. Like, come on, what's up with that? So, that's a thing. Um, also, what was the damn thing, the second thing I was gonna say? Right. Why... Why is it that there's only a few messages on this message board? Like, clearly they have some other communication means, because they, there's other stuff that isn't just in these messages that they know about each other. They know, like, about all these hotel locations and stuff, so if they're leaking information onto the website, why would they leak the information onto the website and risk it that way instead of using whatever other more secure communication means they've been using to communicate before? So, I don't know. I, I just don't, I, this one doesn't add up to me. But that's just my opinion. Anyway, I'm sorry about the dream stuff. Don't worry about that. Um, I, later.